Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Healthy Marriage Podcast, a podcast aimed at strengthening the most important asset of all families, the marriage. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, an author, university professor, licensed professional counselor, a life coach and researcher, and speaker on topics such as gender abuse, sexual ethics, trauma, and sexuality issues today. I will be your host. In this podcast, we will focus on strengthening marriages, encouraging families, and tools for practical living, such as how to have hard conversations with my kids about hard subject matters. I will demonstrate many of these with my own children via these podcasts. We are sponsored by the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle, a community of families, parents, and leaders that want to strengthen the family, and it all starts with marriages. Join in on the conversation in our free Facebook group at facebook.com groups slash the healthy marriage. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey there, my name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I'm excited to get into this week's episode. Today, I have my son, Alex. Hello. And we're going to be diving into this book, um, Living in a Gray World, A Christian Teen's Guide to Understanding Homosexuality. So that will be today and some multiple episodes coming as we walk through this book kind of in dialogue. Um, you went to one of Preston Sprinkle's events recently. Uh, yeah, I think it was two days ago. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, it was really it was a three hour long sermon. Sermon? It's yeah. a sermon. <laughs> but it was really, it was interesting to hear from a different person about the same topic that he teaches and different perspectives on the same thing. Yeah, yeah so we're going to use his book to kind of have a dialogue, us, about a very, very important topic, a conversation about homosexuality. Um, do you remember some of the stories kind of there in the beginning? What are some stories that stood out to you, either from the event or kind of introduced in the book here? He um, had chairs on the stage where he said, these are my friends, but they couldn't come. And he gave a story on each one of them. And one of the, the three of them that stood out the most were probably, first one was probably Eric, where he came out to his family saying, I am attracted to the same gender. Mm-hmm. And his parents were so appalled that they kicked him out of the family and he committed suicide after living on the streets from being kicked out. Yeah, not only is it, that one just rocks you. That's mm-hmm. <clears throat> and his whole point, if you look at the top of the book, kind of here, the, um, Preston's the author of the groundbreaking book, People to be Loved. This is such a critical piece of this. This is not an issue. This is real people, real lives. Um, and we've got to be very careful and sensitive how we talk about this. Yeah, this is a real, it leads some to suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of this and a lot of our conversation is going to be, how do we love someone? How do we engage in that conversation? Um, so a uh, well, number of the questions here that kind of Preston proposes is, can I can I be friends with someone who's gay? How should I respond with my, when my sister tells me she's a lesbian? Should I attend a gay wedding? If two people love each other and they're not hurting anyone else, uh, they they can then can't they get married? Does the Bible really say homosexuality is wrong? If people are born gay, then doesn't that this mean God made them that way? And the question, are people born gay? I feel like I'm attracted to the same sex, but I have no one to talk to. What should I do? And so we're going to, obviously, he tackled these questions in this book, and I highly recommend getting it and walking through it with your child, with your teen. Um, but even for us, as a parent, to talk through, to know, um, what do you believe, which is really critical. There are no bad questions, uh, but there's a lot of really messed up answers out there. Mm-hmm. So, can you think of something that stood out 
from Preston's presentation before we kind of dive into some of this. Probably just the analogy of all the people of his friends that were on the stage. Mm -hmm. Like that analogy and the um him saying that there was a lot that <laughs> we listened to. It was just all Well he made it real, real people. Yes. It wasn't just some lecture. Yeah, it was real people. It wasn't some academic thing. Cause you kinda didn't want to come. You were like, I don't want to come to this, but I don't want you to make me mad, Dad, or to be sad that I didn't come. And yeah. I was so glad that you came. And at the end, you were like, wow, this was actually powerful. Mm -hmm. it's, there, was, there was something deep here. It's people to be loved. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> real people. And in the book, he's really good at talking about real people and going through stories. Um, it, so his main point, and one that we want to really kind of hammer hammer into, is ha homosexuality is about people and not about some issue. And so being able to be careful about that, while we even dive into that. Um, so what about this phrase here? Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's bull. <laughs> it's true. It's put nicely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's not at all true. Right. Words are just as good, not just as painful, but they can do as much damage internally as externally yeah and that's the problem is that internal isn't very easily measured mm -hmm. so yeah. maybe it's even worse some people can say things that can tear you down and they can stick with you for years and yeah. decades and which is a lot of what i do in counseling is people have been said said things have been said to them they've been told that there are certain things or something years ago and then being able to unpack that and break the ties of that are critical and so that word lifestyle is when we actually want to avoid mm -hmm. right the lifestyle i thought it was funny was when he said don't use the word gay lifestyle because they'll just laugh mm -hmm. and he said if you turn that around backwards the straight lifestyle yeah how are you doing in your straight lifestyle yeah, yeah it's kind of dumb and, just, and if someone said that to you you'd be like eh, what do you mean yeah. well you just assume sex yeah yeah which is sure. the problem that we're not the other one that he mentioned was the term homosexuality, being careful with that, and homosexual, just not using those those words. And that's a lot of what Christians especially have not learned the vocabulary to use to be respectful. Mm -hmm. That's a big a big deal. Do you know what LGBT stands for? Stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender. Right. Do you know what transgender means? They are the they are biologically a male or female, but they decide to transition to the opposite gender well don't necessarily try to decide to transition they just well, they, feel they have, the, they have the urge and the feeling right. inside them like they're in a different body like right. they shouldn't be this gender right so that's one of the, that's the, like where the term tomboy came from where well and the tomboy is not even well it's not as extreme as right. the transgender but right and so we're going to unpack some of that here a little bit we're also going to look at scripture now the term gay is also is very important to use in same-sex attraction i know dr yarhouse one of my teachers and mentors, um, that's one of the terms that he really kind of holds on to, to give a space away from just an identity um, beyond uh, just the identity or I'm not. It's this space to be able to wrestle with. Um, and so the, again, the term seems like sex attraction. But we've also found that that's something that some do not really like to have um, to be used, I guess you could say. So well, one of the statements from Preston here, 
I'm not too thrilled with the way many Christians have gone about the issue, uh, the term, of homosexuality. And that's kind of why we're doing this too, is we as Christians have done a poor job of addressing this topic well. It's been more um, abusive. Do you remember that 3%? What was that 3% that he talked about? Those that leave the church. I know it was confu it confused me, but I don't remember what it specifically okay. was. So he was saying that of all those that leave the church, that the majority of these young men and women who are really wrestling with their gender or with their attractions, they leave the church, but it's not because of our theology, because of what we believe. Oh, wait. Is it, I think it was because, but I think they, they said that it was because there was no one to talk to, there was no one to listen to their problems. Worse. They were kicked out. The way they were treated. They talked to their... You did not their, love me. They talked to their pastor. And the pastor kicked them out sometimes, or anyone else. They were they shared this this internal battle with someone, and they were treated poorly. Or just the talk, the way we talk about those people, or talk down on. It was not a safe place. It always comes back to relationship. So it's way more than any kind of even our theology is that relationship is so critical. You know, bring up passages and, and quote stuff that we don't think through, like homosexuality is an abomination, period. Not helpful. It's not helpful and does not build bridges for conversation and, and relationship and growth. Um, so the first question we're going to ask here, um, that Preston talks about here at the end of this, is are all types of homosexual relations wrong? More specifically, does the Bible prohibit a loving, faithful, committed gay couple from getting married? He says that it is wrong, and that's not how God created us. Which is what we're going to get into in this next episode. We'll talk through the theology, what does the Bible say? Because it's not as simple as chapter verse, um, a lot of times, even though we think it is. Um, the next question, kind of follow that up, was, but what about two men or two women who love each other, who love Jesus, and who are committed to lifelong faithfulness? Is anything wrong with that? And the truth is, is we may have an opinion but what does the Bible say? Mm -hmm. That's the most critical piece. Yes. Um, because this is, this, these are, and this is, um, these are people to be loved. How can we love and support and encourage? Because the truth is, like for me, for you, and for me, for everyone else I love and minister to and work with, I want them to have the best life possible. That's the hardest thing when my feelings or my attractions say one thing. My feelings and attractions tend to not be the best gauge for mm -hmm. choices, decisions. So we'll be you know, talking about that coming up as well. And then chapter two, we'll, we're again, we're going to dive into that next, into this next section. Um, but what does the Bible say about marriage? Because one of the most critical pieces of understanding that whole this whole conversation is how do you define marriage? Which I think it's a neat place for us to kind of stop and wrestle. So. Good talking to you a little bit on this, and mm -hmm. we'll come back here in a few minutes and do another one on um, what does the Bible say about marriage. Thank you for tuning in to the Healthy Marriage Podcast. I hope these become valuable resources full of encouragement and challenges as you lead your family well and with confidence. I'm definitely not alone. Find out more about all that we do at HealingLives.com. I want to see your family, and specifically your marriage, thrive. Thank you to our sponsor, the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle. 
And to access my new best-selling book for parents, go to ICan'tSayThat.com to purchase and receive the audiobook for free. It's an honor to serve.